welcome to the Boss of My Money Keeping It Real podcast show, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, personal finance educator, budgeting expert, and money coach at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money mindset, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, the free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com slash financial wellness checklist. Now it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. In today's podcast episode, you will learn how to work with a tight budget and stick around until the end when I'll be summarizing the points made, giving you actionable steps to implement, as well as introducing a new segment called Random Money Facts to help you develop your financial literacy and get comfortable about talking about money. So what exactly do we mean by a tight budget? So when we refer to a tight budget, we're really talking about surviving or living from paycheck to paycheck, where you just about have enough to cover your bills. You don't have enough financial wiggle room to save, to have fun, to invest or to attain your goals. So the first thing you want to do is to determine why your budget is so tight. By determining why your budget is so tight, this will influence the type of action that you take and whether or not the adjustments that you make are going to be short term or long term. And also whether you need to explore either bigger or smaller opportunities to make more money while spending less. So one of the things you need to ask yourself is, is there less money coming in and where is that gap coming from? Is it because you're used to working a lot of overtime and now you don't have as much overtime available? Is it that you're having fewer clients in your business? Are you no longer receiving a type of support that you used to receive? For example, maybe your um, tax credits have been reduced or even, you know, stopped entirely. It could be that you used to get cancelled tax discount because you were studying And now that you finish university, you're now having to pay the full council tax fees. It could be that you're no longer getting that family support that you used to get. Bank of mum and dad, maybe your parents are like, we're not helping you anymore. It could be that your partner has lost a job or your partner is on maternity leave and has therefore lost some income. You know, they've dropped to statutory maternity pay. Or it could even be that you're sick or a partner is sick. And as a result of that, they're now on sick pay, which is a lot lower than what their regular monthly salary was. It could also be because of expenses. You know, maybe your expenses have risen, including the cost of living. Could be daycare costs some more. You know, you've just had a baby and you're having to put, you know, one of the kids into daycare nursery and it's costing you more money. I mean, nowadays childcare is just like having a mortgage. It could be that you are moving and therefore you're having to spend money on furnishing your new home, the cost that, you know, comes along with moving and buying a new house. 
could be that you're expected and having a baby so there are additional costs there or that you're caring for a loved one because they could be going through a tough time. So getting that clarity about why your budget is tight is going to help you to create the right plan. It will help you to stay positive and it will also help you to know that this is a temporary situation as long as you take the right steps. So when you have a tight budget, the goal isn't to try and survive on a tight budget for the rest of your life. The goal is to put temporary measures in place so that you can get to the point where your budget is no longer tight. So here are seven ideas to help you fix a tight budget. Number one is to save money by negotiating your bills and expenses. So you want to begin with what you've got, right? How can you reduce expenses that you currently have so that you can find money in your money? That's what I like to call it. So examine each bill and consider, do I really need this right now? So I've found that sometimes there are things that I'm paying for, but they're not really things that I need right now. Maybe I need them in a month or two months time, but I don't really need it right now. Um, so for example, if I know that... Um, like I'm going to be busy, you know, with clients and business or I'm going to be traveling. Like I know that TV isn't going to be my priority. So I tend to downgrade a lot of my packages easily um, because I know I don't need it. And I get to save maybe 20 pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds here and there. Just literally removing services that I won't need for a few months. So ask yourself, you know, can you save money as well on changing the services that you're using or getting rid of them entirely? You want to negotiate your bills and request that charges and fees be removed. Things like overdraft costs, late payment fines, scrutinize every single penny, right? And request for alternative services. One of my favorite phrases when I'm looking to reduce my expenses is, what can you do for me? So I literally call up customer service and I say to them, you know, I'm looking to save some money on my bills. What can you do for me? And I find that they're really helpful. They actually tend to come up with way better ideas because they know their system. They'll rather me call and ask what they can do for me as opposed to me just cancelling and them losing a customer. So number two is to spend solely on necessities and temporarily for going on essentials. So start by taking stock of your finances and determining where your money is going. You want to refrain from spending money that you don't have. You want to cook at home. It's always cheaper to cook your meals. But then again, where you do your weekly or monthly food shop can also increase costs. Stop buying Tropicana orange juice. Drink more water, right? It's free and it's a lot more healthy and you get to save more money. Number three is to pause or reduce your savings contribution temporarily. So if you're tight on, a, on your budget, right, and you're really struggling and you're just about paying bills each month, you prob you're probably digging into your savings anyway, right? Or you're using credit cards and overdraft to make up the difference. So what you want to do is instead of doing that, reduce your savings so that you are only spending money that you have and you're not going further into debt and you're not just depleting all of your savings. It's better that you just spend what you have than save each month and then only to find that you have to withdraw it 
it's not really good practice. You want to, you want your savings to be your savings and you only want to dip into your savings when there's an emergency. So reduce or pause your saving contributions temporarily, at least until you have wiggle room and you can go back to saving the amount that you desire. Number four is to put your investments on hold until you get back on track. So never have FOMO when it comes to investing, right? The market has always existed and it will continue to be there. So don't feel like if you pause on your investments just to deal with the temporary situation now that you are missing out. Do whatever it takes to get back on your feet. It's better for you to delay investments rather than to live on credit cards, on payday loans or to deplete your savings. Number five is to have the option of cancelling some future commitments ahead of time. So at the point of recording this podcast, summer is ahead of us and summer is a very busy season filled with barbecues, invitations, weddings, business events, family events and church gatherings. So you want to take up what commitments have you already you know, committed to and consider whether those commitments are still possible. You might need to say no as well to upcoming events, right? So prepare yourself to tell people that you can't attend certain things or you can't go to certain places. And I I know this might feel really sad for a lot of people because of course we all just want to have fun. But again, if your budget is really, really tight and if it means you being late on bills, if it means you having to you know, dip into your savings or use your credit card, right? It's better for you to just say no to things and get through that month or get through that period. And you'd be surprised. People are very understanding. If you just take the time to explain to them, they are quite understanding. I have a friend who is getting married in Ghana and I would love to go and I'm actually going to see if I can make it happen. But I was just honest to her. I said, I've just come back from Greece. I'm planning another trip to New Jersey and I really want to go back home maybe in December or January. So I'm not sure if I can make your wedding in Ghana, but you know, let's see what happens, right? And even yesterday, I was like going through all of my expenses and seeing how can I actually make this happen? And if I can't make it happen, I already know how I'm going to celebrate her wedding before she goes. So just explain to people, let them know your situation and they can be pretty understanding. So number six is to make more money. So once you've made your cuts, put in place temporary measures. It's simply a matter of finding additional money, right? More money will solve most problems, right? But you and I know, and if you've been a long-term podcast listener, that even when we have more money, if we don't know what to do with it, we end up in the same situation. So working extra hours at your job, seeking part-time employment, applying for a new well-paying position, you know, raising your business products or service prices, you may have to pass some of the costs that you are incurring to your clients. You might want to include a new offer in your business. So is there something that you can offer your existing clients or new clients that you don't already have, something that will help them and something that they want and they will spend money on? You might want to begin a side business or provide a fee-based service to family and friends. Um, there's certain things that I'm naturally good at. And when when people come to me and they're like, oh, Esther, do you know anyone that can help with this? And I share my two cents. A lot of the time they turn around and they're like, oh my gosh, can I pay you to help help 
me do this, right? And sometimes I say no, sometimes I say yes. It just really depends what, what mood I'm in. But if I was stuck for cash, then I would say more yeses when people ask me to provide them a service for something that I'm good at and that could help them. And another thing that you might want to do is to sell items if you are short of cash. But this is really a short-term solution because you don't want to end up selling everything that you love and that has value that you own. But if it's a thing of where you know that your budget is going to be super, super tight for June, hey, there's nothing wrong in selling something that is of value that you have no interest in that someone else would be more than happy to pay for. But I don't want that to become a monthly thing where you're now selling everything that you own and that belongs to you. If you if you find yourself selling everything that you own and that belongs to you, then you really need to pay attention to your finances. And that's actually a red flag. So bringing in that money is so important because there's only so many cuts you can make in your budget. Right After a while, if you end up removing everything that you enjoy in your budget, then you're going to feel deprived for a very long time. And that just leads to you making even worse financial decisions. And finally, number seven is to create and review your budget on a regular basis. And as a budgeting expert and money coach, this is my favorite. So this is the point at which your budget improvement will succeed or fail. So there's a difference between writing a budget and really going back and evaluating it. So I believe that this is why many of my one-on-one -on -one budgeting clients love our monthly sessions because it allows them to go back and analyze what worked and what didn't. And when you do this over a long period of time, you will learn more about your money and your spending habits and you'll be able to make better financial decisions. So let's recap the seven steps to work in with a tight budget. Number one is to save money by negotiating your bills and expenses. Number two is to spend solely on necessities and temporarily forgo non-essentials. Number three is to reduce or pause your saving contributions temporarily. Number four is to put your investments on hold until you get back on track. Number five is to have the option of counseling some future commitments ahead of time and prepare to say no to invitations that might be coming up. Number six is to bring in more money. And number seven is to create and review your budget on a regular basis. So the fact is, if your budget is extremely tight, there are minor and major adjustments that you can make to relieve the stress and buy yourself time to get back on track. You don't want to overlook a tight budget because it will certainly worsen and it will become unmanageable. The goal is to constantly be in charge of your finances, which you can achieve by taking action and not allowing things to spiral out of control. I'd love to know which of the seven suggestions that you are going to attempt. Send me a direct message on Instagram right now. Head on over to Boss of My Money and send me a message let me know which one of the seven tips you are going to implement and also let me know what do you do when your budget gets tight i'd love to know right because i know you guys have got some gems and some tips as well so please share them so that i can share them with the wider audience 
Welcome to Random Money Facts You Should Know, where I share random facts about money to help you improve your financial literacy and take away that uncomfortable feeling when it comes to talking about money. In this week's Random Money Fact, we are looking at the history of the Bank of England and when it was founded. The Bank of England was established on July 27, 1694. The Bank of England originated as a private bank that served as the government's banker. It was established largely to fund the military effort against France. The founding stockholders include the King and Queen of the period, William and Mary. The Bank of England began operations on August 1st, 1694 in temporary quarters in the Mercia's Hall in Cheapside. It employed only 17 clerks and two gatekeepers. Wasn't that an interesting random money fact? Well, that's all for today's episode on how to work with a tight budget. And remember, you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. Les Brown. Thanks for listening. Join me again on the next episode. Don't forget to share the Boss of My Money podcast with all of your podcast friends and tell your non-podcast friends what they are missing out on. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or any app that supports podcasting. You can also visit bossofmymoney.com slash podcast for more episodes. Plus, if you haven't got your budget ready for this month and need help with getting it set up and creating a budget that actually works, check out this podcast show notes for a link to the Boss of My Money Academy dot com slash store where you can book a two hour one-on-one budgeting session with me that's not all as a podcast listener you get to save 20 percent when you use the code podcast in the coupon area happy budgeting